0: Hey guys, what's up? Today I'll be talking about the movie Return of the Chinese Boxer. I apologize, I actually was going to put my goofy shades on for this one because I'm kind of dizzy and tired a bit. But anyway, let's get to the point. Return of the Chinese Boxer, man. I'm still trying to figure it out, man. I don't know if this was actually a, a, a true sequel to the first movie, but either way, man, I'm still satisfied, satisfied excuse my speech, people. But I'm still happy for this movie. I like it a lot. It's just uh, it's been a long time I saw it, so it's like me revisiting this movie once more, you know. But I remember liking it the first time around, so watching it again, I still like it. And I, and I forgot about that twist ending, you know. It's also awesome when you've never seen a movie for a long time. You know, because like the ending will get you unexpected. Because like when you see a movie the first time, you see a second time, like, oh, you already know the ending. But like I said, it's been a long time. So now, like to me, it still gave me that that what the fuck moment, you know. So I don't want to spoil the ending for you guys. So pretty much, please see this movie, Return of the Chinese Boxer, one more time. This is what the front cover look like, and it's the fully uncut version, by the way. You go to go on YouTube, which they also sub the uncut version, both the German version and the American dub version. So either way, win-win situation. Get to see it saved for free, save some money. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it would be cool if Shout Factory released a lot of these old-school martial arts movies like this. Like they did with the Screen Factory line, they should do like a... Like a... Kung Fu Shapsaki... Line of DVDs. That should be hot. Screen... I mean, Shout Factory. Pick that idea up. Pick it up. Yo, trust me, you got your Kung Fu fans too, people. Oh, yes we do. Um... Okay, let's get to the point. It's pretty to me, I feel like this movie's like two sides of it. You got like the Japanese side of the story, and you got the Jimmy Wang Wu side of the story, right? And the Japanese government, like, you got this general, he has this idea, he wants to take over China, so he wants to, like, deal with this corrupted general, like, in Chinese government, like, this corrupted general they mentioned, and they want to give him, like, swords, and, like, he's a sword collector, so they want to give him, like, swords to butter him up, like, like a a peace treaty type of thing, but really, the Japanese government want to take over China. While you got the Chinese, um, men of the country want to stop the Japanese people from seeing this general. And you got another general who had this ideal that he wants his niece to bring two so- like, two swords and a pearl and her along to see the general. If I'm corrected, I'm trying to remember the story because I saw it- I saw this subtitle, by the way. And, um, yeah, I like subtitle versions of movies pretty much, but like I said, I saw it on YouTube. The German double wasn't bad though. Yeah, wasn't bad at all. Okay, well anyway, I'm extending it a little bit way too much. But anyway, he sent on this mission while there was an assassination attack by the Japanese against the good general and then Jimmy Wang comes in and stops them. So while you got this girl being protected by the Chinese soldier, sorry my cell phone on. Busy day today guys. Um She's sending her to a mission. Meanwhile, you got this Japanese girl who's one of the assassins for the government following Jimmy Wang Wu character. She's hiring different fighters to stop Jimmy Wang wu character because, you know, he's a good fighter. He's supposed to stop to their plan. And you got like one of the assassins telling the story after a failed attempt to find Jimmy Wang Wu's character. He, and he failed. He started talking to the Japanese woman about. I mean, the Japanese woman went up to him after his failed attempt. Talk to the dagger assassin, and the dagger assassin I mentioned about these these fighters from Japan, and they're like one really good fight scenes. By the way, you got another fuck who knows ninjutsu, and he won one of the matches, I guess, because of no weapon match, and he got assassinated by these two Thai boxers. And you're gonna have a comedy moment when Jimmy Wang was gonna fight the two Thai boxers, but it was really good. It really works well in this movie, surprisingly. Um, Meanwhile, you got this zap, Japanese girl that hired, this killer named Black Black Crane, and I love Black Crane, yo. I'm like, damn, it, it was it was a good fighting between him and Jimmy Wu at the end, which gets towards the end of the movie as the final the final villain fighter. But it was like, I like Black Crane's style. He's like my he's like my style. I'm from the Bronx people. When you fight in the Bronx, let me tell you something. To me, it's not about winning or losing. It's about surviving. And I like how this killer was talking. He was talking about like. You know what, I'm not here for fame, fame or glory, I'm just a killer, you know, I'm just a killer, I want to survive, you know, and he used guns as his weapons to survive also, he said, and he's telling the woman, like, the woman kind of, like, bashed him a little bit, like, Japanese woman saying that, like, pretty much, what, you use guns, but he, and he's telling the Japanese woman, I can also use other weapons, like his fists, so he's telling, he's telling the woman, like, pretty much, I can fight hand-to-hand combat also, so it's not just my guns, my guns are, like, my last resort. You know? And I like this kill, that Black Queen is awesome, man. And I'm glad I'm talking about it now. Because I have to share it with you guys on YouTube, you know? Black Queen, yo. Know, yo, I wish Jimmy Wayne would kind of capitalize that. Like, let him live in the, in the end of the movie. And, like, give him his own movie. Fuck it. Black Queen, fuck FTW, man. Fuck that shit. He could have been, like, a Zadawishi type of character. Like, like an icon character and shit. But anyway. Yeah, sad so thing. Likeable character would have to die anyway, right? But, um... So anyway, while Jimmy Woo is, a, meanwhile, he's protecting, help, help protect, try to protect the, the Asian niece, the Chinese niece of the general, meanwhile, fight other fighters, and you got the Japanese female, wanna perform rituals, hiring, hiring different fighters, and also, like, raising three fighters from the dead, so Jimmy Wang's gonna fight zombies, you got the dagger killer, he's coming back, but this time he's gonna prove his dagger by throwing dynamite daggers, you know, and, um, as the movie progress, you know, I mean the martial arts scenes is awesome as Jimmy Wang fights fight the monk, you know, and he fights the three zombies. Thanks to the dagger killer who's about to kill him too. But he used the dagger weapon, the explosive dagger weapon against the zombies, you know. And what I like about this movie and what I like about Jimmy Rang Wang's movie in general, and I want a lot of people to know that. What I like about hero characters is that when then when they are not overpowered, you know, I hate I always hate overpowered characters, you know, if you're going to be overpowered and unstoppable, then what's the point of making a movie, you know, it's like, you can kill anybody you want, you know, you're, like, you're a fucking god, you know, and that, that includes anime too, you know, it's like, I'm tired of these overpowered characters, it's like, I like when characters like balance, you know, between being... Having, having these great powers, but at the same time, they do have their weaknesses, you know? Like Spider-Man, for example, he's not overpowered. He does have his weaknesses, too. Like his emotions, his feelings, you know, will get in his way, you know? But to, that's not, to give you a little example, people, but you know that's why i love about to be movies because he's not overpowered. He's a good fighter, but he has to use his brains and brawn. I mean, not only is brawn, but he has to use his brains, too. Like, for example, he gets to the final fight, finally... When um let me just re- let me fast forward a little bit when um the movie progressed and when the Asian girl Asian niece of the general get kidnapped by the two sword get kidnapped by the Japanese with the sword and for the poles of course, Jimmy Wang character comes up and trying to save the girl but then Black Black Crane caught up and he makes the deal say, so you know what we're gonna fight one on one and let's make a bet so that you have the final fight with him Black Crane and of course. As the movie progressed, he had to use his brains to battle Black Crane by sending traps against Black Crane's gun weapons and stuff, and of course Jimmy Wangwu's character Pavel, Pavel's, and defeated him. And then when he go, and when he goes to go to the cave to save the girl, he realized the girl was missing, and he goes to the general and fa- find out that he, he, I mean, he goes to the trader of one of the the guy who stole the general, general, excuse me, the phone blocking my way stupid self, too stupid phone, um, he, he was about to stop the soldier, but the soldier, he said, he, he found like, the general stopped him just in time, the good general, tell him that, you know what, it's not what you think, and that's where I'm going to start, I am going to spoil the ending too much, because I thought that the twist ending was really epic, because it was unexpected for a martial arts movies like this, you know, but it was really good, like, the story is good, simple, the twist ending is awesome, the martial arts is Epic, I love the martial arts, I love the Black black Crane villain, he's awesome in this movie, and we told the Chinese boxer, please check it out, and check out a lot of Jimmy Rangoon movies, anyway, peace guys, see you later.